guys, and welcome to Biomast episode 107. It is the final episode before the end of the world, and we are uh, showing up with a slightly reduced cast today, but we got a couple people here, some old guests and some new, so it's going to be a good show as we do the final countdown to the end of the world. So, without further ado, let's start out with some introductions, starting at the top of the list with Sarai Zell. I'm Sarai Zell. Um, I went outside this weekend. Um, outside punished me because I have both mosquito bites and now a significant sunburn. And you're in the Chicago area, right? That is correct. Yeah, I, I lived in Minnesota. The state bird there is the mosquito, for those of you who don't understand. So uh, <laughs> I, I know your pain of living in the Midwest and the, the, the wet regions up there. Uh, all right, uh, Jedek? Hi, I'm Jedek Menaheim, soon to be a member of both the Dusty uh, Diaspora and the new CCP exclusive game, Forum Warrior 514. Yeah, that's actually a good point that the 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 meta of the form will actually outlive the actual game it was built upon. That, that <laughs> says something right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and we have a new guest with us, uh, Livy. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi. Yes, I'm Livy, and I'm uh, nothing special here, just your average gamer. Livy is a good friend of mine I've known for many years, met her in college, and we play games pretty regularly together. And she's been listening to the show for a long time, and I finally dragged her on here since, uh, you know, we need more guests. And she actually knows a lot more about some things than I do. And she can throw her weight around when it comes to, to comic books a fair bit, <laughs> fair bit better than I can. So she'll be a good addition to the show. And uh, I am Pokey Draven, a uh, member of OSG Planetary Operations. Uh, I am a co-host here on the show. I write for the blog sometimes. And I am filling in for Jay because Jay cannot make it with us today. He's probably going to have some uh, limited availability moving forward. We'll, we'll see how things go, but uh, uh, I'll be filling in for now. We'll, we'll hopefully try to keep this thing on track. So uh, we're probably, I mean, as, as you guys probably know, um, Dust is shutting down, Dust 514, the, 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 the game this podcast is built off of shutting down tonight um, at the regular downtime, so it's about 4 a.m. my time, wherever that might be for you, but today is the last day, so if you want to log in and, and do your thing, uh, you know, that's that's happening tonight. Now, we'll probably get onto that later on the show, since it's probably going to be kind of the, the bulk of the episode, but we'll cover a couple of things uh today uh starting forward to that so um now i know the uh division 1.2 update dropped and that's something that uh, i don't think zell has played but have you played that yet jadik i have not okay so yeah livy and i we, we played division the new update earlier today and it's uh you know, it it was kind of much the same as uh, the other update. It, it kind of brought in some new gameplay features. The new incursion was kind of the new uh, the new big feature, but everything else was pretty minor. I, I think it probably had a, a bit more content than the first one. Well, what do you think, Libby? Um, I, yeah, I think so. It was nice to move from you know one space to another and not be stuck in one room with you know multiple poundings of enemies, but. Yeah, the the incursion. For those of you who have not tried it yet, but do play Division, the incursion, the, the new uh, Clear Sky one, is not really the same format as the Falcon Lost one. For the, the Falcon Lost is kind of a you're inside like a in, like a water treatment plant, and you pretty much have to fight through 15 waves of enemies, and that's the end of it. You're, you blow up an APC, and that's kind of the end. You're in the same area. Whereas the Clear Sky incursion, I think they took a little bit of the feedback. People didn't really care for the, the first incursion and they kind of changed up. And this behaves a lot more like a, uh, 
like more like a like a high level mission with mechanics. It, you actually start off in one area and you kind of fight through some mobs and you and, and there's some light mechanics and then you you go through an area and you fight through some more mobs and you finally get to your final area where there are there's waves but not like a structured wave system like the first one had. It's it's pretty much go pick up these two fuse boxes, put them in the in the you know the, the fuse areas and then you can activate the you know surface air missile which blows up the helicopter or something like that and then you fight the boss. So it's it's more like a, a structured mission like you see in the rest of the game. And I, I personally liked it a lot more. I, I felt like with Falcon Lost Incursion, it was mostly artificially long. Like the difference in the gameplay between the waves was pretty much non-existent. I mean, you got different enemies, but that's because the developers chose to segregate the waves to have different kinds of enemies. But in reality, that was just done because they could. Um, and so you pretty much are grinding to the same thing for, you know, however long it took you the incursion, in some cases an hour or so which was kind of painful because it was just cower in the corner and pick off enemies as they come up, and then you go plant the bomb and run back to your corner and do the same thing. Now, this was a little more dynamic. You're moving around a lot more. There's lots more different things to do. So I think overall, I, I like the incursion a lot more. Um, definitely not a raid, though. Not the kind of thing people like to compare like to Destiny, like the raid. It's, it's not like that. It's much more simplistic and shorter. Um, much less of a time investment. I think we actually cleared it on the third or fourth try, this one. This one. Yeah, I think it was our, our fourth try, which was actually not bad since each try isn't as painfully long as the original one. I think most people after a while can probably clear this one in 10 minutes. And I mean, at our best, we were still going through a whole hour at the original incursion. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and there is a checkpoint. So like I said, you, you kind of start in one area, you fight through some enemies. It doesn't make you restart with that first group of enemies. You can actually kind of you know skip that part once you make it there, and then the, the the main encounter is the one that you have to start over from the beginning. But like she said, you know once you get there, you know ten minutes if you know what you're doing and you're you're decently geared, um, which is nice. And the and the gear system is also a lot better. No longer is it a you know, you'll only get like a decent level piece of gear once a week. Um, every time you do it, you're guaranteed level 204, 214, I forget. And then there's also a weekly bonus where you'll get double for the first time you do it each week. So you're actually encouraged to kind of keep doing it and keep repeating to try to get, you know, the best roll possible. But it's not going to be this painful, you know, okay, well, I got a crappy roll this week. I guess I'll wait till next week to see if I can get a better one. Because that was part of kind of why I lost interest in the Falcon Lost Incursion. Because, you know, I, we do it once and I'm like, well... I got the one good piece of gear that's going to actually increase my score. You know, it's not what I needed. Tough luck. Let's wait a week. And, you know, that really doesn't encourage people to keep sticking around and playing the game. So I think that that was definitely an improvement. Um, now, aside from the incursion, there's some stuff that I think that was probably a pretty good direction to go with, um, which is the high-value targets in the search and destroy missions. And basically what that's doing is it's allowing players to make use of the PvE areas that the main story took place in, but you kind of never touch again because... Once you get to end game, you've done all the missions, you just fast travel to them, and then really all of the, the end game happens in either the incursion or the dark zone. And so what the high value targets are is you basically run around, you select missions where you know they says, okay, go here, and it's kind of a three-stage mission where you kill enemy, kill enemy, kill kind of a boss enemy, and you get intel points. And the intel points can be used to buy um, special missions to defeat high-level targets. And those high-level targets have you know a guaranteed high-end drop rate, they drop really high level stuff, and the um, 
the weekly ones, which are like you only do them once a week, and the others you're going to do once a day. Um, those give like really, really good rewards, but you have to have um, a group of people to really pull it off. I think. I mean, you'll have the people that can do it solo because they're insane, but um, it's basically a hardcore DPS check because you have ten minutes to clear all the enemies in the area and the boss. And I think with four people, we were all pretty high geared and it still took us probably five or six minutes of the 10 minutes we had to clear it. So if you were down a guy only joining with three people, I think you'd really struggle with it. Now the dailies you can do with a few, uh, a few less people. Um, I think me and another friend of mine were able to do the daily mission with just the two of us. And we, we were kind of struggling. We didn't have a healer and, um, you know, it was pretty tough. So I think on the dailies, you're still probably wanting like three to four people to, to really knock them out quick. But still, you know, it's it's nice to see a, a repurposing for, you know, the main area of the map. I mean, the Dark Zone only takes a third of the map. So it's good to actually kind of make the rest of it useful again, even, you know, once you reach endgame. So I, I think that in itself is pretty positive. I think that was actually more content albeit simple content, but more content than the first update, the 1.1, because the 1.1, I felt like, aside from the incursion, most of it was just adding features that probably should have been in the game from the start, like gear score and stuff like that. So, you know, I I think that overall it's a pretty good improvement. Uh, As for Dark Zone change, the only really two major things, I guess, is that you can now uh, cut the rope. Um, so if, let's say, I, I go in, I get my Dark Zone stuff, I put it on the rope to be extracted, someone can actually run up and cut the rope and drop all my stuff on the ground. So you now have to not only survive long enough to get your stuff on to the rope, you have to sit and defend it. And, you know, I don't think it's going to change the gameplay too much, but it does kind of add an extra level of tension because someone who goes up and you may think is just extracting with you could be stealing your stuff and you may not know until it's happening. So, I mean, that's that's kind of that, you know, the... Um, emergent PvP kind of coming out again, and that's great and all, but I think that it doesn't really help fix some of the other issues of the Dark Zone. Um, they added a new tier, which is great to kind of keep those ultra-high-level characters away from the lower-level characters, but, you know, there's still some shenanigans going out, people manipulating their gear score into the lower brackets and terrorizing, you know, uh, lower-level players. So it's, you know, I kind of wish they would have taken more time to fix existing issues of the Dark Zone rather than trying to add fairly cosmetic changes to it so you know it's it is what it is i I haven't played too much in the dark zone post update but i don't think it's going to really change much because at this point you're you know you're still kind of doing the same thing they might segregate you from some of the high level players but you know i don't know i don't think it's gonna be much of an improvement so hopefully you know, maybe they'll make some further changes, but it's tough for me to justify buying the DLC, um, honestly. And, and this is coming from somebody who's usually... I usually do buy a DLC, but I'm, I'm a little disturbed, especially post-Destiny. you know, Destiny. Uh, I'm a little paranoid about, um, uh, about buying DLC, you know, until I actually see what it is and what they've included in it. So I think Season Pass for Division is not going to happen for me. Definitely going to wait until that comes out and I'll read the reviews. I mean, these updates are great because they're free, but, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. I think that, uh, especially with how careful I've become because of Destiny and some of the glaring issues the Division has experienced, especially in the end game, uh, it's hard to justify. Did you have any thoughts, Libby, before we move on? Um, it's really sad the PTSD that Destiny gave gamers um, <laughs> when it comes to DLC, but you know, I'm I think I'm gonna wait on it too, just because what they've given so far doesn't feel like. I mean, incursion is nice, but I think I need to see what the DLC is gonna offer before jumping at that. So hopefully, it doesn't 
hinder players who don't get the DLC from having the same experience like, you know, Destiny did where you got cut off from certain parts of the maps or missions. Yeah, it it comes down to the content for me. I mean, it it has to be worth the price, um, especially with the way DLCs are priced now. You know, it's it's really difficult when a game feels incomplete to go, I'm going to spend more money on this to get a part of the game I probably should have gotten included in the base game. So, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, well, Zell, I know you mentioned the back chat here. You want to talk about Captain America. I don't, I, I still haven't seen it, to be honest with you. Um, no, no, this is, this is not about the movie. Oh, what's it about then? Um, so apparently the, the latest comic book decided to outright say that, um, Captain America is a, uh, double agent for Hydra and has always been since the beginning of the comic books. Oh, Yeah. Oh, deep that's... eye roll. <laughs> I'll let you guys take that one. I, I'm not versed in the in the the lore of of Captain America. I'm like movie versed, but you you don't even need to be all that versed to be like, what the heck? I, I mean, are they just trying to add plot twists after the fact just to make it interesting? Or yeah, I mean... yeah, it's a whole you know. Well, maybe people will buy this if they think it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, if if it doesn't have like a decent reason behind it, or at least a good plot, rather than just like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, it, it, it kind of feels to me kind of like the, uh, oh, you get to the end and oh, it was all a dream. It's like, eh, what is that? You know, that doesn't add anything for me. That just it feels kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, there's like you know, kids whose childhood hero has just been declared a villain. So, yeah, I think I, I mean we're not going to ruin anything, but if that's where they're going with even trying to go on the same road the comics were, people are going to get their panties in a bunch for nothing. That's all i got to say. Now, are they saying this is canon for the movie-verse, or is it just the comics? Well, the comics are I'm, separate right now, so okay. yeah, just the comics at the moment. But there's been jokes about all the, the Team Cat people suddenly becoming Team Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was always Team Iron Man, so I mean... <laughs> That, that's interesting. I, I again, I don't follow comic books too closely. I'm, I don't really take the time for that. But that's, that's a little weird. I, I can imagine that's probably bringing a lot of mixed feelings um, throughout the community. I, I can assume, right? Yeah. So, so how are they spinning it again? He's was he a, he a knowing agent of Hydra or like some Manchurian candidate? He's he says that he says hail Hydra at the end of a comic book, and it's kind of indicated that oh, he is like permanent that he was approached by hydra when he was young and still like back in the 40s and stuff like that okay <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's just really weird i mean considering that he's supposed to kind of be the ultimate loyal i mean i guess it's ironic in a sense but i, I mean know. well that was the point is the shock value is like no who would have believed that yeah captain yeah. america is hydra illuminati confirmed <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit of a weird one. Um, I had not heard that, so that's that's strange. I'm kind of curious if that how that's going to unroll. When did that information come out? Was it recently? Or? It was in this last week. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll At least I, on that. I assume it was in this last week because if it was the week before, I, I assume Jay would have brought it up. True. That's true. I'm sure he's fine screaming as he's <laughs> listening to the podcast, going, "What are you talking about?" Okay, um, well, that is interesting. Is there anything else you guys want to cover before we roll into the inevitable uh, dust topic here? What's dust? 
what is dust uh well yeah so dust dust 514 so uh i assume everyone who's listening knows what it is i can't imagine they come to this show not knowing what it is i'd, I'd be flattered if they found the show without playing dust but uh so yeah i guess what is this three years now that it's been running for for actual release or has it been two has it been three right it officially three. released in 2012 yeah in 2012 okay and then the beta was i think as early as late 2009 i think some people were in there right yeah, beta was so long. No, I mean, it was I, I think I, I played more during beta than release, to be honest. <laughs> That's probably when you could. I mean, I remember uh, when they only had it open for a couple of days a week, and you basically would sit and hope to God that once you got into match, you wouldn't get biomass because it would then lock up your PS4 or PS3, and you'd have to restart. Those are those are the good old days, but I think I, I played a lot back then, like obsessively, because I was unemployed and had nothing else to do besides play a crappy PS3 game. So I, that obviously changed later on, but um, yeah. So I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, today is the last day for Dust. Um, shutting down at downtime. Uh, I think Jadik has actually been covering a lot more than than we have on on kind of the, the going on. So what's what's been happening there. Um, so do you want to tell us a bit about like uh, the player events that you've been kind of hosting or following, Jadik? Sure. Yeah, it's been pretty chaotic, actually. Um, the, the primary one that we, um, we've we been running was um, kind of the, the brainchild of uh, Kay's um, Iru from uh, Dust University. He wanted to set up an event where uh, it was called uh, 21 Gun Salute. It was a way to send Dust players off with a memento in the form of a kill mail that is generated when an E player drops an orbital on a planet. So that would be a way for uh, players to record their drop suits, like the time of death, what you were wearing, even the modules it had. And that's a memento that people can take forward after the game closes. But uh, actually structuring those matches has proved to be a little more difficult than we thought. Um, thankfully, I had been sitting on a whole bunch of corporation um, uh, command points with uh, I could just attack districts with. So I um, went into my, my Shell Corporation stash and just unloaded a bunch of attacks on uh, Prima, uh, Gallicus, and Fatal Absolution. So we got that going, and we were able to get a um, fair number of people in. Um, there were a lot of hiccups, um, matches dropping and whatnot, but uh, we were able to get some people into matches and record a bit of it. Um, probably one of my favorite instances was uh, uh, player uh, Juno Tristan had gotten some footage of this, of um, us dust mercs shooting up into the sky with some laser rifles, and then uh, and then the uh, the Eve orbital drops and we get blown the hell out. So it's kind of that, that dream that uh, way, way, way back in 2012 with the trailer of uh, the mercs fighting on the ground to activate uh, an orbital cannon to shoot at an Eve ship in space. So this is our attempt to do it. <laughs> that, that video was absolutely hilarious i laughed so hard when i saw it. i kept putting it on loop but yeah it's uh i mean it's the, the groundswell of people just coming back into the game one last time to try things out and it's uh it's been great that uh ccp had uh, been able to spool up uh, other contracts um ccp archduke has uh, i believe been a big instrumental figure in getting that off the ground so people have had something to do and play around with there's been some like new match types kind of scrambled together one of my favorites is this one over a burning mcc with a little sky platform with a turret in the center i mean it's a pretty simple cobbled together piece of junk but it, it's it's our junk <laughs> and we find fun in it regardless 
I'm actually impressed. So was he able to put those maps together without an update? Like that was all streaming? Like how, how did that work? Because I don't remember people talking about an actual, you know, downloaded update. It may have been something that was already in memory, like a like a specific dev map that he had put together a long time ago and was already there. Or because I I didn't really know the capability of them being able to push out those types of maps without a sync. Yeah, I mean that's that's actually really impressive. I saw that. I was like, holy crap! Like people were were really excited. It's it's kind of sad that you know those custom maps he was spinning up was actually really cool. And he got on, he was taking suggestions in the forums, like, hey, you know, two v two, that sort of thing. Like, I think people really appreciate that. It's kind of a shame. Like, if you guys could have done this, you know, all yeah. along, why didn't you do yeah. it? You know, a year yeah. ago when people wanted content. Like, this is really simple stuff. I mean, I don't know how much excuse me, how much of a, a pain it is on his end to make it happen. But I mean, like people were real, were all over that. Like even just like changing up, like, Hey, you know, it's, you have 32 clones and it's very simple stuff like that. Just to change the core gameplay. And suddenly this comes out of left field. It's like, Holy crap. Like that's, that's cool. Why weren't you guys doing this before? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, apparently I guess there needs to be like a live team to monitor it. I don't know how long oh, they need okay. to there might be something in, Additional involved with it that kind of puts a strain on the development side. Still, pretty cool, and, I, and like I said on Twitter, I think that you know the people really enjoying that you know the, the smaller game types and the you know the you know the, the kind of the variants. I think that you know if if Project Nova ever gets off the ground, it, it certainly speaks to the player desire to have maybe not custom matches because I think that. Well, depending on the structure of how they, they do the game, maybe, but even just, you know, having options for smaller, you know, smaller battles. Some people just want to have, like, you know, one squad versus one squad, like a 6v6. I think having that those options available, you know, certainly speaks to people. I think that they, they were all over that. They had tons of really cool suggestions, and, you know, while not all of them were, were possible to do in this setting, you know, it, it certainly shows that people kind of want... You know, something they could do to kind of break it up, even if it's just really minor changes to, you know, how the, the gameplay is set up. Right, yeah. Yeah, the flexibility of having the small and the big match types. I mean, I'm personally a big fan of the uh, the small um, uh, fire team versus fire team match types on that, that sky map. Because you could really have some, uh, some, nice, some nice battles where you can just duke it out with specific players. And now it's like everyone's running officer suits. Kind of it ups the ante a little bit, too. Well, and you saw players spinning up, um, you know, like with that Planet Fight Club, or they'd have little tournaments and they'd use PC as the platform, but you, you know, everyone's gathering around in this little pen and they'd watch two guys go down to the pen and fight each other, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And, and it was really cool the players spun that up, and it'd be great if the tools were available to, you know, make that happen in some form or another and in whatever is to come. Yeah, but it was still, in that sense, it was a little more prohibitive to most of the player base to do that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was unfortunately one of the big downfalls that we suffered from is that a lot of that, you know, flexibility of the metagame to, to develop player content was locked behind, you know, various broken mechanics and it, it just it didn't work out. And it was a real shame because you could do some cool stuff. I remember back when old court battles existed, we would build a... Uh, uh, you know, just shadow corps, just throwaway corporations. And so we did one where uh, we had two guys with guns in one corp, and then we had a, a team of eight. Um, I think it was, I think it was max team of eight back then for the corp battles. And uh, they would only fight with scout, not scout suits and Nova knives. So it would basically be this zombie survival where you have one corp <laughs> just sprinting at the others and getting mowed down. I think we, 
we we had like you know hundred kill matches where <laughs> we were just getting decimated as, as awesome. the zombies. But it was <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Like just you know when, when you had that flexibility where you could kind of you know break free from you know like because PC was really the only way you could, you could do stuff like that, and then obviously had the logistics associated with it. But the old court battles, I mean, you were out whatever it cost to to set up the battle. But you know if you put the stakes low, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, you could do really fun stuff like that. And uh, you know, I I, re- I wish that we could have had more of that. I think that these last few weeks, when they've the devs have kind of been doing some neat stuff like that, it's really you know, it's really kind of reinvigorated people, which is a little sad. You know, it's <laughs> get, get excited for the end. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely bittersweet. Yeah, a good percentage of the population is not going to be carrying over the PC port, so it's just kind of a it's yeah. a last hurrah thing. And then that is that is unfortunate. I mean, I've always I've spoke to the advantages of a PC, you know, development, but it it certainly has the the glaring con of the fact that this this game was built on literally built on the backs of console players, and many many of those console players, I, I think probably definitely a majority, will not move over to a PC um, for for various reasons. May that be cost or lack of interest or not wanting to build a PC for a single game. I, I think that. All, all very reasonable um, reasons why they, they wouldn't move on with it, but uh, it is unfortunate because I think that you know it, people do feel a little a little abandoned. I mean, it's it's like well, we're it, it's not the same game, but you know we all kind of laugh and chuckle and go, well, it it basically is. I mean, they they literally took assets from Dust and then just didn't downscale them and put them in the PC, and it looks fantastic. I mean, it, it is. Nova or whatever it's going to be called, if it becomes a thing, is dust at least strongly thematically. I mean, it's it's definitely the the continuation. It's the same dev team. I mean, come on. Um, and so I, I really do understand. I I do feel for those who are unwilling or un or unwanting to to move to a PC for it because I mean this this game really was built and the community was built and everything was built from you know, from you guys, you know, and it's, it, it really, it just sucks. I mean, it, there's no other way to say other than it, just, it really sucks. And I, you know, I, I feel really shitty about it. It's, it's crappy because I mean, I personally have the means and the desire to play games on PC, but for those who don't, it's like, you know, we kind of got screwed and it, it's shitty. Cause I mean, while the devs themselves may not want to do it, the company of CCP that is, basically said, eh, well, we're cutting our losses and unfortunately you're the losses. So it's it's really unfortunate to to see things end, you know, like this rather than than moving on to a more expected um progression like with the PS4 or whatnot. So I mean I won't beat that that horse to death any longer. Okay. But it, it's it just is I just want to say, you know, I, I do feel for people, especially, you know, kind of at the end here when you see all this outcry on the forums and people are writing, it's kind of corny, but they're writing poems, you know, about yeah. the end of the yeah. Dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's corny, but, you know, it, it really does show the passion that people have, you know, for this game. And I'm not one to really get necessarily emotionally attached to a game, but definitely I, I can say I've been mentally sucked in and <laughs> into everything that's going on. I mean, most of us should have quit a long time ago with all the shit that's happened and we're still sticking around for various reasons other than probably mental addiction that we can't get enough of this train wreck. <laughs> yeah. Hooked on dust. As, I mean, this feels like the, like the second shutdown for me. I don't know if you ever were much into uh, PlayStation home at all. 
I mean, that that kind of had its kind of lingering. No, I, aspect I visited it briefly and was terrified. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I was... and here's why I was terrified because I tend to choose female characters and things, and PlayStation Home is very very creepy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too involved with PlayStation Home, but that is where I got all of my beta keys. Um, well, all but one of my beta keys when the, the dust was in its early stages of beta. Not not early, early, but, you know, the E3 build of, of the beta. I, I hopped on the PlayStation Home and did all the the dust stuff, and that, that lounge thing they set up was actually pretty damn cool. Um, it was, yeah. Like, <laughs> if only they had put that level of dedication and effort into all aspects of the game it would have been really badass because that was that was actually pretty neat to kind of walk in and i mean i was new to playstation home at the time but you know walking in and you see definitely i mean i I had played eve before that and seeing a very strongly eve themed bar and people walking around and talking and and chatting like that was like holy shit like this is like what incarna should have been (laughs) in eve (laughs) And that was really cool. And it was a shame to see that kind of get shut down when PlayStation Home was finally... They pulled the plug before it even got out of beta, if I recall. <laughs> yeah, it was perpetual beta. Yeah. So what about you, Zell? What are your, what are your thoughts on the end here? I know you, you're you like me. You haven't played probably in a very long time. Yeah, just it's, it, it has reasons. been a while. I got my final stats from uh, CCP Archduke, and I, I put in the... Uh, uh, I got my t- uh, I got the uh, survey for for doing a ticket, and I'm like, you know, what do you think of this ticket? And I'm like, Archduke is a hero of the people. Um, that's what I submitted to CCP. I hope they give him a raise. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's there hasn't been a reason that's made me want to log in and play in a long time. Um, and I I don't know whether or not I will log in at all tonight just to screw with people on online or something. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to Nova at least, so that uh, there's something new. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, like my, I'll, I'm the balanced optimist, right? So I'm I've already convinced myself that Nova will most definitely be greenlit at some point in the fixed twelve years or so. But uh, you know, yeah, I, I really do hope that uh, that does become a thing because I mean, while it is unfortunate that you know a, a large number of people won't make it there. It, it is nice knowing that, you know, or at least hoping that there will be a place for those who will make it having a place to go. I think that that's, that's important. I mean, this, this community is, is pretty, pretty nuts. I mean, <laughs> I've never really been involved in any community, much less a gaming one uh, like this one, to be honest. I mean, I, I was involved in the mag forums back in the day, but it, you know, that, that was, that was nothing like this. I mean, that was just people, bickering about you know stupid shit which is what people do in 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 dust forms obviously but it's 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 so much more than that and i i I don't think i've ever been as involved or as you know mentally attached to anything like like dust has been and i think that 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 in of itself is kind of where you know the the magic is so to speak it's really where the what, what sets it apart i mean you can always talk about game mechanics and economy and that's what you know makes dust unique but i think at the end of the day what really takes the cake and sets it apart from other games is in fact the community and all the people in it because they're a bunch of salty bitter assholes and i can't get enough of it for some reason because you know i like to suffer when i talk to people online amen yeah and i I think that in of itself is 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 pretty telling because i mean even at the end i think that people finally just kind of took a sigh and went okay well this is the end. Let's all stand together and sing Kubaya and get orbital from space one last time. <laughs> uh, yep. It's been an honor to die in public areas with these guys. 
and gals and everybody here. Hopefully they fix the damn tram, though, in Nova. Uh, the tram and maybe ease up on the suicide in public areas statute. I, you know, I mean, nah, come I mean, on. Yeah, yeah. I understand, like, doing it in front of, like, the school kids might be kind of traumatic, but I mean, come on, what happens in the back of a bar? Does it, does it really matter if you blow your head off? It's, it's not that big of a deal, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, what's what's wrong with two consenting adults getting together with their clones and, and killing themselves? I mean, come on. The man has a point. <laughs> so, Jadik, I know you mentioned something about the, the devs are are running special contracts right now where they're playing. Yeah, yeah, there, uh, um, there's a special contract called Apocalypse Now, where four devs are going under just fake names of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So I'm pretty sure CCP Archduke is playing as CCP Pestilence. There's one uh, CCP War, CCP Death, and maybe CCP Famine. That's actually pretty awesome. I uh, I was commenting earlier because I, I had seen nothing uh, like that or, or any announcement. I was kind of like, eh, really? They're kind of just going to let this go with no... No word at all. I mean, I understand if, for whatever reason, they can't talk about what's going on with Nova, that's fine. But at least, you know, a, a statement would have been kind of cool. But it, it is nice to even kind of get in there as one little mini event before the end where they can, you know, be involved with the community and just, you know, get blown up and stuff. I think that's that's <laughs> a kind of dark and twisted way of, of doing it, but it is kind of funny and, and cool at the same time. Yeah. We, um, we were having a, a match earlier today and, uh, Darth Carbonite joined in and he was saying that uh, he had a really great meeting with CCP and he's uh, more optimistic now than he was at FanFest. So I guess take that for what it's worth. Well, most people take that as definitely Nova has not been greenlit and they're just trying to somehow steal money from us because, as you know, in any question involving CCP, the most evil and nefarious explanation is most definitely the truth. The man has a point. <laughs> I, I, the conspiracy theories are the ones that always got me on, uh, on the forms that the shit people would come up with was yeah. infuriating and hilarious at the same time. Like, do you do? Is it if you if you can't bitch about the government conspiracies, you go to the video game companies <laughs> instead? Like, oh man, that was great. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just rambling here. I mean, this is this is kind of a weird episode for me. I think that. I think the, the, the shock of all of this is long gone. It's been, you know, they gave us good notice and we knew it was coming anyway. So at this point, it's, it's kind of just like, oh, well, you know, it, it is what it is. And I think that a lot of people have kind of gotten to that point as well. Mm, yeah. So you don't think you're going to log in, Sal, just to sit in your Mercquarters one more time? You don't have I to might. Clean about it. I, I know you don't want to ruin your, your final stats, so I, I, I kind of I, get that. I could log in as an alt, too, so I could just plan an alt for a bit or something. You got to see Jarth Moore one more time, man. Presser assets. Yep. <laughs> Is, does that, does that, that, assets. Does that, that purchase doesn't affect all alts, though, right? No, no, no just okay, one. So, yeah. so, okay. Well, I can log in and, and to the to the main and take a look really quick. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that was the one. The one that the one purchase I almost regretted because I realized after I bought it, I am a pack rat and never sell anything, regardless of what it is, because I <laughs> I, I, I never sold most random either. shit. And then there was a, a naked holographic woman in my room. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was, that was arguably, the purpose of the purchase. Arguably <laughs> worth it. I, I can convince myself that was what money well spent. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was, that, was the, that was the patch with, uh, it was called the, the, the cash grab patch, wasn't it? Where it was yeah, nothing but or, monetization. Or lords. Or lords. 
<laughs> oh my god. I was so excited for that stuff and then it came out I was like, "Oh, guys, really? <laughs> like this is this is the final product you came up with?" And I'm like, "Maybe maybe they'll fix it, maybe they'll change it. It'll be great." And then it never really happened. I guess at the very least though, you know, despite what people may have said, I mean, it was a cash grab, but obviously it, it worked and people were who paid the money for it were okay with it because it definitely kept the game going for quite some time. I I can guarantee you that if if the the stuff that was done like, you know, the Quaif drop suits and bringing BPOs back if that hadn't happened, you know, this would have this shutdown would have happened a long time ago and Nova may have never become a thing at all because, you know, uh, the funding wasn't there, and, and the company didn't see the interest there. I think that certainly, well, monetization can be annoying if done poorly. It it really did in this case keep the game alive and, and probably help pave the way for for future stuff. Now, I'm not NDA, so I don't know any of this for sure. Who knows? Maybe Nova was in the works a long time ago. But you know, regardless, I think that you know the work that was done once they brought Rotati in, and you know the updates, and as well as the monetization, have been all really added to keeping the game running longer. And I think that, you know, I, I'm, I'm certainly appreciative for that, even if I didn't agree with everything that happened. And I think that, you know, I, I think most people have kind of gotten to that point where they're like, eh, well, you know, some shit, some shit happened, but you know, for the most part, you know, we, this is all borrowed time anyway. So what we got was not perfect. It was messy and it was taped together, but Hey, it was still around long enough to last this long. And I mean, lasting three years on in the, from the state that the game started in is you know kind of impressive. If you guys remember the release um, with Uprising, that was that was something else. Can't hit anyone at all. You could not hit like people five feet in front of you. Oh, they was it actually. This, that's the part that made me laugh is that people were bitching about hit detection in war in Uprising. And I'm like, you weren't in closed beta, were you? And they're like, oh, no. And I said, this is really good compared to what it used to be. I remember... No, I mean, were... it, wasn't, it wasn't about hit detection. The problem was, was they did the, they, um, they took off the fall-off on the, the range. And so suddenly your assault rifle, had, you had to be in what you would normally expect to be in, like, shotgun range to hit someone with an assault rifle. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was... That last dev team was a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Some of the choices they made were were painful. I mean, just there was no cohesion to what the plan was at all. And you know, I mean, you know, I'm a spreadsheet freak, so I, I love nice, neat plans and how things are going to be designed. And that that crap was all over the place. I mean, you could tell how badly the marketing rushed them to release that game on May 14th, just because they have the stupid number, you know, for the the release day. People are still tinfoiling what that means. Oh, the 514? I think the dev said, we're never going to tell you. because <laughs> They did say that. We're just, we're not. Logibro figured it out. But that's where it lies. <laughs> did, did he figure it out and then they hired him shortly after? Maybe. I, yeah. I forget. I forget. I, I know that, that one player figured it out, and or one player got hired. I, I thought it was him, then he was on the figured it I, out. I believe that is the story, that he, he figured it out and got hired. So, so there you go, kids. If you if you figure out five That's or four before in the next seven hours, you too you can could, work you for could CCP. Get, you could get a job with l- very limited job security, <laughs> right? Because you can be hired for a game that's dying in seven hours. <laughs> what else? What do we got? I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on? I mean, jokes aside, on what the state of things are with with 
Project Nova and what the current status is. I mean, I think I'm not one to usually blindly tinfoil on the show, but I'm just kind of curious in your thoughts and, and what you think is going on since, you know, as we know, FanFest was uh, a hard gate for the development. They've, they've, CCP kind of established a, a gate system where, you know, you have to come up with an idea and then it becomes a project and then it becomes a game and you have to pass these gates. And FanFest was a gate where, you know, they, they presented their demo and got feedback and that feedback ultimately was going to be what they were going to use as you know ammunition will say to convince the powers to be that it should become a game so i mean it's been what well over a month now when was fan fest uh um late april end of april yeah like was it like 26th through 28th okay so it's been it's been like a month so i mean at this point you know I, well, what i'm thinking is that it's been presented by now, right? I mean, it had to have happened fairly shortly after. I can't imagine they would just sit on it for a month and then go, oh, yeah, by the way, do you want us to, hey, do you want to give us funding? So, I mean, I'm kind of curious what, what you guys think is the status. I mean, do you think it's it's been greenlit? Do you think that uh, it hasn't, or do you think they're still waiting? I mean, what, what do you guys think? I mean, uh, the reception, I mean, seems pretty good for what, I mean, people have uh, gone on board with, I mean, with the presentations they gave at FanFest and then just the community outreach and like Twitter and social media, people want it. Um, but I don't know, I mean, if we're going to get it for a good while yet, it seems like Shanghai might be busy with Gunjack Next or whatever they're doing for their fall, um, their partnership with Google Daydream that comes out in the fall. So they might be pushing development resources to get that done first. Yeah, but I mean, again, that's a that's usually a smaller team thing. True. It's supposed to be longer and more than the the first Gunjack, but still. Yeah, I, I don't buy that unless there's a significant amount of more content that that's going to be much of a a hefty investment in terms of resources. I mean, the, the game is, like I said, while very cool, is is very simplistic and, and and does what it does well, even if that's a very simple task. So. Unless they're you know, drastically expanding that, and I highly doubt they are, I imagine they're going to you know add maybe some more stuff to it, but it's, it's not going to be a, a big time sink for them. I mean, I guess my thought is that, obviously, like Jadik said, CPM is optimistic more so than FanFest, which means things are looking more positive than negative, and the fact that the forms are being kept up. I mean, there'd be literally no reason to keep the forms running if they already knew this thing was dead in the water. I mean, the, the whole point, right, is probably to send out information or, or discuss I, or, or I missed that. collect so information. The, the forums are staying? Yes. 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 So how will, asked, pe- how will people log in? The PSN login will still be up. Yep. But if they, hadn't, if they hadn't killed X number of people in the or played 10 minutes before the end of the game, they'll never be able to log in. Right, it's going to be an exclusive exclusive game for the Forum Warriors. Yes. Oh, so there, so, wait, wait, so this actually means that there will be no, like, people just making alts to get banned. They will not right. be able to make new alts to get banned. Which Once they get I, banned, they're banned. I'm, I'm, I'm set there. I mean, I've got treasure you, trove you set up alts. a couple. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, at least like thirty that haven't seen the light of day in the forums yet. <laughs> I'm prepared. Oh, always, always prepared. Jadik is basically the Batman of Form Warrior. It, it's it always has a contingency plan regardless of what's going on. He has an alt to get the job done. But yes, yes, Ed. They, I know that 
someone asked in a form, uh, will the form stay up? And CCP Frame responded with yes, and that was the last dev post that we've seen. <laughs> that's yeah, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> like that's, all was, we're, that's all we're going on, and there was like jumping for joy, like yeah, forms are not going anywhere. And then they come out like a few weeks later. It's like, okay, I guess we're going to pull it. We changed our minds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, there would be no purpose to keeping that going, really. Um, except, I guess, if they wanted to keep a community together with no future game in sight. I, I just I don't see that they, they would if they knew that there was going to be nothing. So I think either it's a still maybe or definitely yes, and they just can't talk about it yet. CCP, give us the Markdown GIF skin. <laughs> oh, man. I, I know there's people still saying, well, what about my 100,000 worm I have? That's that's transferring to Eve, right? <laughs> oh, like, oh, gosh. I'm like, you... Oh, you, <laughs> I don't, no, nobody. No, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> it's like... Uh, they, they gave you, you know, how many months to spend your Orem. It's like, if you have been hanging on to it till now, that's kind of on you at this point, you know. It, it, well, they didn't explicitly say, hey, your characters aren't going to transfer. Let's be honest here, your characters are not going to transfer. Uh, if you get your name, I'll, I'll be happy. That's going to be about it. Um, so any Orem people are holding on to is, is pretty much wasting money. So, you know, again, burn it tonight on whatever the hell people spend Orem on boosters so you can get your... <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what did that guy? What was that guy trying to get, Jadik? Oh, he was trying to get an Omega booster. Apparently, he had been like grinding at the game for eleven hours that day, trying to get twenty installation kills. And then I come along when he is like, he has a chance to get it, and then I keep hacking his installations, and then he just blows up in local chat, and then pulling him. I just keep hacking his stuff, and then like after hate mail correspondence back and forth. Uh, I find out that he wants to get an Archduke. That's what he had been working for. So he tried to get the Omega Booster in order to get enough SP before the game shuts down in order to get that uh, that suit. So <laughs> being, being the type of guy that I am, I, I kind of play him a little bit. So I give him 100 Archduke suits um, initially with the, uh, the what, what seems like as a gift but I know it's a burden for him because he's not going to get it. So I'm just kind of working him more and more, and then I strike a deal with him that I will give him um, a whole bunch of boosters I just had saved for um, that lottery way back when that I never used. So I gave him uh, three 30-day passive boosters and then three seven-day active boosters, and that would all those stacked would easily be able to give him enough SP. Um, but the only condition is I wanted to get his corp. So he would make me CEO of his 150-person corp that he had built in 2013. Because, I mean, I couldn't take my suits with me, but on the offhand chance, I could change his corp legacy, and that would be persistent Eve side. So I was able to uh, um, work out a, a deal with him that I was able to take his corp for the ability for him to get his wish of running Archdukes. I did invite him to um, participate in the 21 gun event so that, I mean, after all he went through and swallowing his pride to get that suit, he couldn't have it recorded on a kill mail, but I don't think he went through with it. I hope he got the suit, but I don't know anything else than that. He just went, he went dark after, after that, really too pissed off. I'm just amazed he handed over his entire corp 
first yeah. suit. I, well, I'm amazed how fluid days. stuff is in general. Oh, you want six boosters? Sure, here. Hundred. <laughs> the thing suits? is, is why not? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't even. Uh, um, like he gave me CEO control of his entire court before I'd even given him the boosters. So I mean, I could have reneged on the offer, but I mean, what's the point? I'm, at that point. <laughs> right now, I'm I'm manipulative but fair. So I mean. He got what he wanted. He ended up with more boosters, and probably that that one mega booster wouldn't have put him where he needed to. Um, so I mean, he got there sooner than he needed to, but through a, quite a roundabout way. That's actually pretty cool, though. I mean, that's that's classic Eve stuff right there. You know, you eventually troll someone into having them hand you your corp over for you know useless items that you trade them because they've decided that that's actually more valuable than <laughs> than, than everything else. Yeah, yeah. No, those 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 rage mails on Twitter were absolutely hilarious. I was like, "Is this guy for real?" <laughs> uh, no, he actually is upset. Okay, this is this is yep. escalating into something amazing. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect it to go there, but I just saw an opportunity and just went where it went. Yeah, I, I have to say, I've never really gotten any decent rage mail. It's maybe I'm not good enough or trolly enough, but uh, I was I always enjoy reading other rage mail because I think that stuff is hilarious. <laughs> As long as it's not, you know, uh, to a point of abuse, like you know, bonus room levels of of harassment. Yeah, but, uh, that, you know, yeah, that that's where the I didn't I didn't want to release the audio from him because that that might have been too much. So the, yeah. the chats the chats are fine. Yeah, and no, I think that's that's totally fine. But it's uh, I think that stuff's great. That's again, the community is a salty, bitter, toxic bunch of assholes. But you know, like I said, for some reason we seem to like them. Bunch. <laughs> they're, 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 they're mostly yep. they're, they're mostly that style. I mean, come on. It, it it really does kind of show, though. I mean, it's I would get so pissed off on the forums, and like, that's it. I'm done. Never talking again. And then, like an hour later, I'm like, I wonder if he responded to me. <laughs> you know, you get back on there, and you're talking to the same the same guy who's pissing you off. It's it's definitely a you know. We used to joke with Cross that hashtag this is what sickness looks like because we would basically put ourselves through hell for really no reason at all other than we just like to suffer and, and deal with people being idiots so you know it's 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 just me commenting on the the level of of depravity and, and sickness that's associated with this game but you know again i can't get enough of it and it, it's good to see this since the forms are, are going to survive that i can at least enjoy that for a little bit longer if regardless of how that ends you know one way or another either with nova or a, a true final shutdown of the forms which will kind of mark the end of all of it you're cutting out pokey am i cutting out god damn it am i good now yeah Okay. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm I'm grasping here to, to fill the hour. I think we will probably probably start closing this up here pretty soon, so I'm not talking the whole time. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Anything at all does not have to be dust related before we kind of start bringing this one in for a close. Any games or movies you're looking forward to? Anything like that? I'm still playing Overwatch. Overwatch is still awesome. If you're not playing Overwatch, you should be. Uh, is there a way I can play it without? paying for it like just no, to, de- to no. demo it it is like, no that's... free to play scrubby game no Buy i don't it. want fr- i don't <laughs> want free to play i want to try it and compare i don't think they have a trial games. yet usually it takes some while to get trials going on that's game. fair I, i've been i've been hitting up battleborn and while i hate when people compare the two i don't really feel like picking up another somewhat similar game 
I guarantee I know you, it's going to be good. I guarantee you, you will love Overwatch. I know, it's, but you're you're a Blizzard fanboy, and I don't trust your guarantee. I you should trust Jay. <laughs> Jay said it was good. Okay, Jay enjoyed the game a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm I, you know, honestly, honestly, all, all, all things aside, I think it, it probably is a very good game. Blizzard usually puts together pretty solid stuff. I just have a lot to play right now, and it's not something that I really want to pay for right now, especially if I'm probably not going to be able to put the time in to actually enjoy it. Cause I'm, I'm playing Battleborn, which is still really good. And I'm playing the new division. We'll see how long that lasts. And there's a backlog of single player games. I need to, I need to play like fallout and Metal Gear Solid. So I'm trying really hard not to buy more games until I start like completing some other ones. But, uh, I, I promise I will try overwatch at some point. I maybe if they offer like a, you know, the price drops a little. I'll probably jump on it because that might take a while. But we'll, you know, we'll we'll see. If, if they did, if they release a trial for sure, I'll give it a shot. If it's freaking amazing, I will jump all over it because the game looks fantastic. Why didn't you try it during the beta? Hmm. You could have tried it for free during the beta. Mm, that is true, but I think there was other stuff going on at the same time. One thing I will not be playing is Paragon because I do not like that no, game. No, I will not play Paragon. I, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad game just definitely not for me so I, boring i'm, I'm kind of glad i can say i don't want to play that so i don't have to buy it because again the last thing i need is more stuff to play of course i, I do say this knowing full well that mirror's edge catalyst is coming out in like two weeks and i'm totally gonna buy that uh, yeah, because i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna oh, end yeah, up that looks great i'm gonna end yeah. up waiting because i i bought like i spent like 90 dollars on um all the the DLC collectors whatnot for uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I still haven't played it. <laughs> so Ooh, that's bad. Um, I, I'm gonna hold off because uh, I figure by the time I get to Mirror's Edge, it'll be cheaper. Probably. Um, at the very least, I've heard that people that who are in the beta are saying that it's basically everything they wanted the original game to be and more. And I thought the original game was fantastic on its own. So, um, I'm really enthusiastic about that, especially with. You know the PS3's graphic engine—it's going to look amazing because those those guys put together on the PS3 an absolutely stunning-looking game. Like that was early PS3 too. So I mean, they hadn't really figured out how to make the hardware work, you know, in magic ways like later devs do. So the fact that they're able to pull that off on the PS3, I, I've got really high hopes for the the, the catalyst to look fantastic. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it comes out June 7th or something like that, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I. I I don't know if there's a pre-order bonus or not. If there's not, or if it's something I don't care about, I might wait a little bit just to get final reviews from you know mass consumers and see what the finished product looks like. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'll probably only, jump on that. The only thing that hurts for pre-order for me is it, like if you buy if you have Prime, which I do until like late August, you get like twenty five percent off the game. Yeah. If if you pre-order it, that's true, and it's it's it sucks because I actually really come to love buying downloads because it's really easy if I want to switch games. I don't have to... I'm, I'm that lazy. I don't want to get off my couch to pull the disc oh, out. I, I won't buy download games. I know better. Well, I mean, if my disc breaks, I'm screwed. If I have a download game, I'm not. Which is kind of a nice insurance policy. How do you um, break... How do you break discs? Like You've what, never, you've, you've never met my brother, dude. Like, really. <laughs> He's psychotic. <laughs> I know I'm going to do this, like... To myself by saying this, but I have yet to break a single game disc for like any any console or PC game ever. I, I personally have not, but I have had my game discs broken by others in various situations. So I guess my my 
while I'm not opposed to buying discs, you know, physical copies by any means, it is convenient and a bit of a peace of mind knowing that there's no, there's going to be no issue. I mean, like for Final Fantasy 15, I bought the physical copy because I spent a lot on the collector's edition. Um, we won't talk about that, but regardless, I'll, I'll buy a physical copy. But you know, for Mirror's Edge, yeah, I'll think about it because you're right. That Prime discount is pretty nice. I mean, it's like twelve bucks off. It's pretty yeah. crazy. I was actually I was surprised. Uh, my Overwatch physical copy does, in fact, um, I, I actually I think if I remember correctly. Um, oh, and this this ends the question for you. Buy the physical version of uh, Mirror's Edge because it's just a download code, or at least it is for PC. I don't know if it is for console. Hmm. Well, um, but the PC, the PC bot. Sent, okay. PC PC games haven't had discs in forever, have they? N- they have. Believe it really? or not, despite the fact that Overwatch is an online-only game that requires a Battle.net account, it comes with a disc if you buy the physical copy. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, Grand Theft Auto came with, wasn't it like five or seven discs to just download what? the game? What? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because they, they weren't... Um, they weren't Blu-ray discs. They were just your regular standard oh. HD. I mean, some people don't even have optical drives in their PCs because they have no Those need Those people for have problems. <laughs> I, I know, because, you know, if you, you buy a $1,000 PC and you don't want to spend the, what, 20 bucks on a $20. optical drive? Yeah, it's like the cheapest thing you can get now. But I have, usually I have the way, people that don't own Usually them. the reason it's people weird. don't have them is because they want they have like a trendy MacBook piece of crap and they're trying to make it as thin as possible so they don't have a right. <laughs> but I mean, it's it, it's it doesn't make sense to sit there and spend hours downloading a game, using up your data cap if you're on many of the companies that have cap data. That is um, true. I, I, I mean, don't suffer from that affliction, but I do know that some have data caps, or at least enforced data caps. And I'm sure one of the reasons that Blizzard actually um, still provides physical discs is because um, they they really try and do a width of what customers they service. And there are definitely areas of even our country where internet sucks. And it may be good enough to, to um, you know, play the game, but would take forever to install it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Because I mean, I was commenting on this the other day when I was playing online that, you know, the size of downloads is absolutely insane for patches. It's like, oh, we're patching the game. It's a two and a half gig download. I'm like, holy crap. Like, if you've Star got Citizen. Internet, Star Citizen. Every time they pushed a build, oh, it was 30 yeah. gigs. Oh my god! It's like you guys couldn't reuse any of that. You had to <laughs> re-download the whole damn thing. Like, oh, that crap. was that was how how cruddy their patcher was for a long time. How is that game? Is that like in release or what's going on with that? I haven't been on two point four yet. They're they're on. Um, I played t- during two point two last. I think they now have they now have basic persistence in the game. So you know, stuff you buy stays purchased and stuff. Okay, because last time I tried to play the game my entire computer locked up and i i don't have the highest end pc that but means I have your computer is not worthy okay yeah not like, I, I, worthy. Guess, I guess i don't yeah all right i shaved too much to have a computer that good i guess all right guys well i think that uh I, i've rambled on long enough <laughs> with, with um dust shut down stuff so i think we'll, we'll unless anyone else has anything else they want to hop in the last second we'll probably uh close this one down it's been about an hour here so any any closing thoughts before we move into shout outs guys nope awesome uh all right so um 
Livy, you know you know how the shoutouts work, so we'll we'll go to you last uh, so you guys have time to think about it, which means we'll make Zell go first and no! make him yeah, yeah <laughs> Stop make, doing uh, that. Yeah. You're the one that changed your name to admin in, in the mumble, so you're basically screwed. No, I didn't change my name to admin. When I put this server together, that's what they gave me. That uh-huh. is the admin logon. Uh-huh. Which and I you use. Can... <laughs> so it, I can kick it, your rear out of this channel when you tick it, me off it, by calling it, me, uh, calling on me for shoutouts. I do, I do actually. I in the in the time that I've complained about being called for shoutouts, I have come up with a shoutout. You're welcome. Um, I want to give my shoutout to uh, a TV series. It's called Person of Interest. Um, I've probably talked about it before. It's in its fifth fifth and final season. It's going to be over within about a month. It is amazing. If you have not watched it, you should be watching it. Cool, cool. All right, Jadik. Any shout-outs, man? How you feeling? All right. Yeah, I'm, uh, I want to give my shout-out to uh, 911 Roush. Um, <laughs> I hope you find a game you enjoy playing and your corp is in the safe hands of my alt-named Human Resource Department. <laughs> nice. All right, and Libby. Shout-outs, man? Um, just shout out to you guys for having me on the show today. Uh, I know it was quiet after the first part, but thank you. No problem. There, sometimes I check in in the intros and then I just completely check out. I'm playing, <laughs> World, I'm playing World of Warcraft right now. Oh geez. Yeah, no. Yeah, I felt you should actually start your introduction with you know what game you're going to be playing that day while you don't pay attention, just so we know what you're up to, Zell. It's usually wild because the problem is, is like I'd rather be playing Here's the Storm, Overwatch, something like that, but it requires like I can't be attentive while playing like a real game. And this is this is like I mean, World of Warcraft is one step above like a, a cow clicker, so <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> nice. it doesn't require a lot of attention. Yeah, I, I actually would play more games during the stream, but I'm uh, terrified that it will somehow screw up the stream and, and blow everything up, and then Jay's yelling at me for failing just, at the job I, I do badly. Care. I, I know, you just don't care. I, I do try to care. We, we do care about you, so that's why we like, keep you around. I, try, I do try to avoid like large downloads and stuff. Like, you know, If I patched Star Citizen while playing that, while doing the <laughs> podcast, I think, I think I would kill the podcast. But Right. All right, um... You know, I, I kind of touched on this this earlier, um, but uh, my shout-out's going to have to go to every Dust player who's ever played, either currently playing or not playing. You know, it's everyone that's been a part of this, even if they were only around for a day. You know, someone shot you, you you contributed you know, to, to the overall, uh, you know, life of Dust. I think that it's been pretty pretty crazy um you know i i definitely came into this with a very different mindset and i i, I like to think that um in many ways a, a large part of of what uh the kind of person i've become has been because of my interactions with with everyone here i, I i'm as you know very much introvert but you know i mean come on I'm, I'm hosting a podcast right now which you asked me three years ago um hey you want to host a podcast for dust i would have laughed and, and ran away and closed my door uh so i think things have definitely progressed and it is really thanks to everyone who's um that I've interacted with and that has been a part of this game, which, you know, has fueled this community. I think that it's, it's really fantastic. And, you know, I, I will say on a, on a personal level, um, thank you. You know, I think that it's, it's, it's been really truly a trip and, and a good one, even if it had a very, very bumpy road, it's, it's been a really good trip. And, you know, I, I hope that this isn't the end of the road. Um, we're definitely going a different direction moving forward, but I, I do hope that, that we can continue on. And, uh, 
keep doing what we're doing and keep trying to kill each other, both, you know, literally and figuratively. So, you know, shout out to you guys. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And a shout out to the, the, the hosts of, of Biomast and, and our guests, of course. Um, it, it's It's been really a, a lot of fun and it's it's helped me come out of my shell a lot. And I think that, you know, it, it really is important to me. Um, I don't want to get too mushy here, but it is it is important to me. So, so thank you. Um, I will say that, you know, while Dust is closing down tonight, Biomass Podcast and Blog, we will continue on um, regardless. Uh, we've obviously been reporting on other games and haven't really reported much on Dust because there hasn't been much to report on. But we we are continuing. We are going to do the podcast every single week, every Sunday, Monday, depending where you're at. Um, the blog will continue. Even if Nova doesn't become a thing, we'll still probably stick around and, and talk about you know comic books and games and, and all kinds of stuff. So, um, and Overwatch. And and Overwatch because I will eventually play it. I, I do promise I will try it eventually. You're gonna uh, play. You're gonna get it like a year from now, and then you're gonna be like, <laughs> "My God, what have I been missing?" Right. <laughs> I, I promise I will play it before the year mark. You have my word. But yeah, we we will continue. Um, regardless Setting that on my calendar. <laughs> do it. Make make a, send me an outlook reminder. Um, <laughs> but we we will be sticking around, guys. Uh, regardless, and you know we really do appreciate all the listeners that have have stuck with us over the years um, and who have been involved in, in the Dust community and the gaming community at large. I mean, we've had a lot of uh, really cool uh, developers and players from different games, people who have never even heard of Dust before have been on the show and, and they've really contributed and it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, we, we do appreciate everyone out there. So uh, with that said, uh, I think we're going to bring us in for a close. So as Jay says in the show, uh, good night and good luck. <laughs>